Welcome to Virginia Outdoor Adventures podcast. We bring outdoor adventure stories and recommendations from athletes, conservationists, authors, park guides, community leaders, and local business owners from across the Commonwealth. I'm your host, Jessica Bowser. The outdoors are for everyone. Shara and Nicole, two friends and educators, noticed a lack of diversity on the trails and wanted to provide opportunities for everyone to experience the outdoors. Black Girls Hike RVA is a local hiking group for women of color. Shara and Nicole's group is rapidly growing in popularity, winning awards and breaking boundaries, while simultaneously building community and encouraging others to find joy in nature. Let's go. Shara and Nicole, welcome to Virginia Outdoor Adventures. Hi, we're happy to be here. Hello, we are excited to be here. Glad to be here. What do you love about Virginia's outdoors? I think I enjoy being so close to the water in Virginia. Um, Being on the Chesapeake Bay watershed just helps Richmond, especially, be so so accessible to um, the water on one side and then I can go to the mountains. So it's just very versatile and I really enjoy that. And I'm just going to piggyback on what Shara said. Um, Virginia is a great state. It's one of those few states that you have the best of both worlds. So you have the ocean, you have out to the east, and then you have the mountains out to the west. And so you get the best of both worlds. So I just love the different terrains and um, everything about it is just so lovely. I love being out in Virginia. Congratulations are in order. Your organization is one of the winners of the Best of the Blue Ridge. Uh, Thank you so much. This award we won um, through Blue Ridge Outdoors was for the best startup group. And funny story, um, Ellen, the editor that we work with, um, with our story, we had a story back in October and she reached out to us maybe in, I don't know, November. November, yeah, late November. And she's like, um, hey, just wanted to let you know that you won this award. And we're like, what? We didn't even know anything about it. So the best prizes in life are the ones that you don't even see coming. Like we didn't even ask people to vote for us. And I feel like that just says a lot about who we are and what we stand for, because we didn't even know that we were in the running for this award. But other people thought so much of um, our initiative and our goals to just put our name out there. Um, So we're very excited about that. And we're happy that we are just being noticed for our hard work. We had no clue. Like we had no clue that we were even in the running. And so when the email came through, we were like, what? We, We did? Really? So it was it was definitely a pleasant surprise. We really appreciate it. We appreciate the voters, those those uh, folks out there that voted for us. So we are truly um, humbled and, and blessed for, for that. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is an annual award that is hosted by the Blue Ridge Outdoors magazine. And I think anybody can nominate anyone for an award. Is that right? Absolutely. Yep. Anyone yes. can nominate anyone. And um, I know they have a deadline. And, they, and this is the 10th year from what I understand that they have done this award. So yeah, anyone can nominate anyone. So whoever nominated us out there, we we truly thank you um, and we appreciate it. I think the way that that the recipients are chosen is people vote for the people who ha- or the organizations, the people, um, whatever it might be, who have been nominated, right? So people must have voted for you without you even knowing. Right. Knowing. I mean, we we were like I said, we we had no no clue, and so. To even be a, a part of, we just didn't know that we were in the running. Um, we're, we're teachers by profession. So, you know, we, we stay pretty busy, 
but um, we we like to we, we're always kind of in a no, and we just said no. No one told us. We just it was a pleasant surprise that we had won at awards. So the name of your organization is Black Girls Hike RVA. Why don't you talk a little bit about your um, your earliest outdoor experiences? Oh, so this this is where it gets funny because Shar and I have we so we are friends and we met we met at school. We both teach at a middle school in uh, Chesterfield County, right outside of Richmond. Should I start off, Shar? Should I start off from what how I think it happened and how this sort of started? Okay. Yes. So, give your view. Point. I'll give my view, y'all, and I, and we're gonna let you guys decide. Um, so, I um and I, I'm gonna give my age away too. So on my forty second birthday, I decided like, hey, let me just let's just go out to Crabtree Falls and we'll stop at some wineries. You know, I just got a um, few of my girlfriends and I was like, you know, let's just go hiking. You know, I love hiking. And so they, you know, I'm, I'm like the adventurous friend, but they're always a little hesitant when I say, let's do something for some reason, they don't seem to to trust that um, I'm going to do something that's, that's normal, but hiking, you know, everybody can hike. Right. So we get to uh, Crabtree Falls. We, you know, we, I have a day plan. We're going to go to like two or three wineries. We get there early and um, I'll just, I, I'm going to let Shara finish that story. Go ahead, Shara. <laughs> so we, we get to Crabtree. My first time really hiking outside of going to a park as like a kid growing up, not really a hiker, didn't really have many experiences. So I'm asking, hey, what do I need? Um, do I need my hiking stick? Like, tell me, tell me what I have to have for your hike. And she's like, oh, no, you don't need anything. It'll be mostly flat. You know, everything is okay. We'll just get to the top and then we'll go to the wineries. So we get out the car. We're walking towards the trailhead and it's paved. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't need my hiking stick. I can do this. I look towards the right. And then I see the trail and I see switchbacks, which I didn't know what they were. And I see, of course, like rocks. So I have to do a little rock scrambling. And I immediately like am going crazy. Like, what? You have us out here? Like, this doesn't make sense. I don't have my hiking stick. I have on tennis shoes. Like, I don't have any phone service. Like, what's going on? And she, Nicole really made us all feel like, oh, it's a breeze. You can do it. And it wasn't a breeze. We did not make it to the top. For one reason, I complained the whole time and other people did too that were with us. You know who you are. And also we had to get to the wineries before they closed. But that was my first real experience with hiking. And it wasn't a good experience at all. Like I try my best to help everyone else's experience be good when they hike with us for the first time because mine was trash thanks to Nicole. What? what? <laughs> so full circle. <laughs> At least we ended with wine, right? We we ended up with two wineries. Um, yeah, you know, they, I'm just used to my friends yelling at me. She might have been mad for a couple months. It was okay, but it didn't deter her from um, from going out on another hiking experience. Um, and so we started to just we started to take it a little slower. Maybe not crab cheese, so maybe just kind of scale it down a little bit. And um, so we would just kind of go out in the area and post pictures on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and our friends would be like, where are you guys? Where where is that? And some places were, um, most of them though, were were local. Most of them were in the local Richmond area. And, uh, you know, so COVID happened. And like I said, we were were teachers. And so, and actually going back to Crabtree, one of those, um, one of of our friends, she's actually, she's white. And the rest of us were black, and so we're we're there, and um, not a lot of us out there. And so a lot of the comments were, "Oh, is she a tour guide?" Or "Oh, you got you're taking this group." 
And we just thought, wow, you know, why, why not assume that she's just with, with us and like kind of hanging out and this friend and she's going to listen. I know she's going to be listening. She knows who she is. And um, she, she's just bubbly, full of life. And it, it was just, it threw all of us off. We just thought, wow, people really don't think that black people hide because unfortunately that is some of the stereotypes that is just out there. And so COVID happened and, and we still continue to, to be out. And, and that's sort of how the idea we kind of came up with, well, let's just Let's just get from a group and um, people ask us to go out. Let's just create a group for women of color. They could be more comfortable. So yeah, that's kind of how it, it, it got started, but she's no longer mad at me. And um, <laughs> <laughs> she talks to me still. I, I still talk to her, but I still remember that first experience of hiking. And that's why I never leave home without searching my all trails app to make sure I know what I'm getting myself into. Well, that's really good advice for anybody, <laughs> but Shara, I'm glad you got over it. Otherwise yes. you wouldn't have this great organization that you right. two have winning awards right. and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so is that experience what inspired you to form Black Girls Hike RVA? Um, in some ways, yes, because when we were at Crabtree, we noticed there, there weren't a lot of people that looked like us. Um, and moving on towards like experience in life during the pandemic, we were always in the house, but we wanted to go out. We wanted to go different places. And Nicole was still trying to help me get over my hate of hiking. <laughs> so we started to go out more state parks. And as we were going out more, we just noticed that people didn't look like us. Uh, we started to research more about different hiking groups around the world, not just even in Richmond, just to see like what we can find. I'm an NPR girl. So like just looking on NPR, looking for articles just to see the different disparities in the hiking community. And we saw that there was a need for a group like ours. Nature and the outdoors belongs to everybody. There are so many bad things that um, people of color have experienced in nature. So I understand the drawbacks, but we, we just wanted a safe place for women of color to be able to hike without, you know, hearing things like, oh, are you guys a church group or are you on a field trip? Because we belong outdoors just like everyone else. And ironically, we still get some of those comments. Um, and, and, you know, I know it doesn't, at least I like to think it doesn't come from a um, malicious place um, because it is rare. So I, I, we, we understand on the other side, when, you, when sometimes when you, don't, when you see something that's unfamiliar, sometimes you make, you make conclusions and you infer. And so um, generally speaking, I mean, the hiking community is very supportive and, and very, yes. uh, we've met some amazing people uh, just being out on the trails and just very supportive um, but you know, we meet some people who, you know, just, just don't, don't really understand why there's a group of 15 black women walking up a trail. And so, um, you know, we, 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 we just want to be out there. Like she said, we, we deserve to be out there, um, uh, with everyone else. And, and that, that's why that was really the driving force behind, um, uh, Black Girls Hike RBA. So remind me, when did this group form? It's not very old, is it? No, we're young. Um, so officially May... I want to say that the date is actually May 23rd, where we kind of launched on uh, face, like Facebook and then our uh, Instagram account. So May 23rd, 2020. So, we're so it's been less old. than a year. Yes. And, yeah. and yet you were just telling me that you have an event coming up this weekend where you have almost 90 people signed up. Yes. It's yes. so amazing. It's so amazing. And that's kind of nuts. Tell me how you grew in such a short amount of time. Um, we really think it's from social media, one article that we were featured in 
with Blue Ridge Outdoors was just the power of, you know, an invite, the power of social media, just putting it out there, people following us on Instagram. A lot of the connections that we made through Instagram have been very strong, like some of our most powerful allies, um, even you, like Jessica, through the podcast, we connected through Instagram, um, make, making a website. So we just feel like things have traveled and just spread like wildfire. So we are excited that good news is traveling because we know that bad news can travel really, really fast. But we are trying to, you know, grind and make sure um, that we're creating this safe space. And we feel like Instagram has been a very, very big catalyst. And I, I always think all it takes is just the right person to see your name or to hear your story and, and things can just go just so different. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that exposure that we got from Blue Ridge Outdoors, we're forever grateful for that because we've just made some great connections and through um, social media as well. Yeah. And I would say that that word, I mean, even so, somewhat of the traditional way, I mean, word has just kind of traveled um, so if people aren't on Instagram, I mean, Facebook, um, look at the Blue Ridge article. And so word, word um, communication. So communication in any form has, has really just helped us. I even think the pandemic has helped us. I mean, being, being in the middle of a pandemic, I mean, who creates a, a, a group in the middle of a pandemic when we have restrictions? Crazy restrictions. teachers. Yeah, crazy, crazy teachers, teachers that, that, that have a little time. And so that's us, right? So we, we, um, I mean, it, it just, I think people just wanted to get out and wanting to, you know, what, just with COVID with all of us and you sit and think about the things that are important and you think about the things, well, okay. Cause we realize like, yeah, entertainment. I mean, going to watch, going to see a movie shopping. I mean, that's fun. But what really is important to me and what do I, and what, what do I really hold of value? And, um, and I think we all had to sort of do a self-check and a reset and, and that has helped our, our group and, and women who maybe, you know, a year ago or two years ago, maybe they, they didn't want to try it, but, but, you know, when COVID hit and when things, um, you realize that, you know, tomorrow is not promised. And so, um, you know, you want to experience some of those things that you, that you, that are just not tangible, tangible things um, are, are cool, but um, yeah. all of those things and having peace and, and love and, and connection and all of those things, um, you can, you can have that when you go outdoors. And so I think that's why I feel like we, we have grown so much because of the, um, just of the, the spiritual connection and the connection that I think women um, can, can have when, when you go out on trails. People really, not even just women, but people in general. It doesn't surprise me one bit that you two are teachers. <laughs> I, I mean, you know that I'm a former teacher as well. Right, and so right. the first time that we talked, I think we connected in that way right away. But, yeah. you know, they say that, um, you know, even though teachers are really busy and right now during the pandemic, teachers are insanely busy. I'm still, I still talk to my friends who are still in the classroom and I just don't know how you all are doing it of having to go online and now mixed models and right. all of the craziness is going on with that. But yet you're still finding time to bring people together and you're still finding time to organize folks. Um, and you're still finding time to bring inspiration to people and to encourage people to get outside. And those are all things that teachers are very good at. And they're also very entrepreneurial entrepreneurial as well. Um, and so uh, I just, I think it's amazing what you all are doing and it doesn't surprise me that you're growing as quickly as you are. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I, uh, Sean and I would talk, well, we talk every day, talk, uh, multiple times a day, but we were talking about just a group and just kind of reflecting. And one of the things, like you said, with, with being a teacher, you know, we, 
we're flexible and, you know, we kind of go with the flow. But one of the things that I think that is in line with us is that um, it's just a purpose. And even though you're not in the classroom, I mean, you still have a purpose for what you do and you can apply yeah. that outside of the classroom. Um, and then you couple that with having a passion for something. I mean, the sky's the limit. And so we, we, we understand that and we understand um, there are days that we are tired. There are days that, that she and I don't agree on certain things. Um, but we know it's bigger than us. And then we, and we understand that. And so that's, that's what drives us. Um, and, you know, being a teacher, you gotta be a little crazy. I mean, you, you, you just, <laughs> you just have to be a little crazy to like be a teacher, um, yeah. but in a good kind of way, you know, like you just have to be, a, a, be able to kind of roll, just roll with the punches and just what come, you know, what comes to you, just comes to you and you just kind of deal with it. So that's kind of how we are. I think just as people in general, what would you say is the main reason that women join your events? Um, I think the main reason that a lot of women join us outside of it being something new that some of them haven't experienced is for the sisterhood. And when we created Black Girls Hype, we were just saying, oh, we want to save space. Um, I really wasn't thinking about creating a sisterhood or finding new friends. I remember on our very first hike that we had in June, there was someone who would drag her friends hiking with her all the time. And they were like me. They hated to go because they didn't like hiking. And she didn't want to hike alone because she she's a female. She's just kind of nervous about that. But she wanted to still hike. So she was so happy and elated to find our group so that she could have a group of people who had common interests um, that she could hike with. So I have gained new friends, um, new new people that I look up to, um, even that, that hike with us. I've learned things from them. So I have two sisters biologically, but I really feel like now I have like a lot of sisters because I am I'm one of the younger people that are in um, Black Girls Height, RVA. So I, I look up to a lot of the women. I aspire to be, you know, like them. So it's just a sisterhood community. And I feel like that's another major reason why um, people want to be a part of our group. Mm-hmm. And these hikes, you know, I know, like, I, my, I joke with my mom all the time. She, she looked at pictures and she's like, oh my God, you guys are hanging off a cliff. And I'm like, mom, we're not literally hanging off a cliff. <laughs> You know, we, 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 of course we take pictures at cool pictures at the summit. And so we would get comments from people like, oh my goodness, what did you guys do? Was it 13, 15 miles? Like, no, we, we literally just probably walked two miles. I mean, it was, it wasn't easy, but we made it. And, you know, one of our mantras that we don't, we don't leave anyone behind. If we have to stop and take pictures and breaks and do, do whatever we, we, you'll see us out there and we are, we are struggling on, we have some fast hikers, we have some moderate and we have people who, I don't know, Char, I think every hike we have someone that that is their first time. And that is amazing. Um, we've, yeah. we've gone over probably 20 hikes maybe. And yeah. it's always someone where it is, it is their first time. So like she said, um, you have to, we have to put ourselves in that mindset. And, you know, for someone, if this is their first experience, we, we want it to be a, a pretty good um, experience for them. And so they come back too, because hiking is, um, it's just so great. It's so wonderful. It's, it's just brought so much joy to both of our lives and the lives of, of, of our members too. So we're, we're excited about that and grateful. 
I love that feeling when you introduce somebody to the outdoors for the first time. And every time yeah. I get to do it, I feel so fortunate. Um, there is one friend in particular, and I know he listens to this podcast, so I'm not going to say his name and he's going to know that I'm talking about him. But I took him up to Shenandoah National Park for the first time back mm-hmm. in, I think, like October of 2018, maybe. Um, and even though he was born and raised in Northern Virginia, he had never been up there. And so we got on the Skyline Drive and the very first overlook when he saw you know, the, the ridge lines and the mountains and the valley in the distance, he was like, Oh, dang. And like, was practically <laughs> hanging out of the window. I had to pull over right away. And he was just so blown away by it. And I was having that teacher moment where I was just watching the expression on his face and watching his reaction and, and watching how excited he was. And now he's totally into hiking. Now he, we taught, we go out together all the time. He calls me, he's like, Hey, what kind of boot do you think I need? Um, what do you recommend for a good hiking pant? What else do I need to be thinking? thinking about. And so we have these conversations and he's planning trips on on his own now. And it's just so neat to watch somebody go from never having done it or never having been there to now being into it and really loving and enjoying it. Right. And that's what it's all about too, that experience. I mean, um, Shara, was it Apple Orchid when we were riding and the clouds, it was very low and you were talking about how it just looked like you were. Like, um, I think it was, I can't remember yet, maybe Apple, where when we were driving like on the skyline and I was lucky to not be driving that day, I was on the passenger side. <laughs> it looked as if like the ground and the sky were just like connected because that's how dense the fog was. It was just such a sight to see. It was just so beautiful. I felt like I was on an airplane, but yeah. we were in a car. It, it was, it's just the, the feeling that you get when you witness such beauty in nature sometimes is very overwhelming. I was driving, by the way, so I they, I just I just had to make them. Uh, I was like, "Tell me more. What are y'all seeing? What are y'all seeing?" Because of course I had to focus because it was foggy. <laughs> they 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 show me no mercy. I don't know why everybody. But yeah, they're like, "Oh, just drive, Nicole." I mean, they, not true. We rotate. <laughs> don't let her. She drives <laughs> sometimes, and I do. The truth comes out. So yeah, I the see. truth does come. Yeah. <laughs> and those car rides, I will say, and, and, and we're going to have some people probably listening to this. Um, they are they are funny. I mean, it's all in the car ride too, just to get there, which is it's it's, it's so funny. Talk me through what someone can expect if they sign up for one of your group hikes. Like what information do you provide them? Do you make recommendations? What happens when they arrive? Um, Talk a little bit about the hikes themselves and the difficulty levels and all of the things that people can expect if they sign up. Um, So when someone signs up um, for a hike, Day the day before, maybe a couple of days before, we send them out information. But in the details of the hike, where they can sign up, we basically um, show a picture because we previewed the hike before. Either me and Nicole have gone together, or we, or she goes alone, or I go alone. Um, we write a quick blurb about it. Try to make sure we're very clear on um, the incline, the elevation, the difficulty, um, the distance, because sometimes um, if you look on like all trails, it will say this is easy, but it's easy for a hiker who hikes all the time. So we try to break it down. Like if you are not a avid hiker, this hike may be hard because of the distance or because of the elevation. So we are very straightforward with that. Um, the, The night or the night before, couple days before we send out, hey, this is what you should bring. This is what the weather is like. These are options for carpool. Uh, So we try to make sure we say how much water to bring, 
um, what tools you may or may not need, what things not to bring, because we've had some people bring some weird things. So we also talk about things you shouldn't bring. Um, And as teachers, I guess we should be like, hey, you should do this and not do this. We should know that from the classroom. But um, sometimes we we left that out and then we had some weird things happen. But um, we we try to make sure we are very consistent and clear about it. Because some people are just completely new. They've never hiked before. So while we want to complete the Triple Crown, we have to be realistic. Everybody that hikes with us, they probably don't want to complete the Triple Crown. Or they might not want to go to Shenandoah National Park to hike. So we try to have a variety of local hikes. Mm -hmm. We are starting to see that um, we get the most turnout with our local hikes because you don't have to carpool. They're not as difficult. Their distance might be longer, but not so much elevation. Um, So we try to be very strategic on local and travel in the same month. And we, tr- we try to take ourselves kind of out of the picture and think about what we would want if we were trying to, you know, be a part of a hiking group. Basically, we just try to be as um, transparent as possible. Yeah. Of course, you know, when uh, women come on a hike, you know, they, they'll even send us messages. We're very open. We respond. And so they'll send us messages about just different things. And um, can I bring this or can I bring this person or this type of shoes. And so um, we, we are not like the, the gurus of hiking, but I mean, just we share our experience and we, we let them know like, this is what um, we have found. This is what's worked for us. It's amazing when we get out there, they're like, um, when we, we had hiked at Powhatan State Park recently and um, God, I think the, it was about 20 degrees. I think it was 22, 20 degrees when we started. And one of the hikers came up to me, this is the first time hiking. She's like, you know what I was thinking when you sent that email and to wear laid clothes and I, you know, I went through what, how you should layer and what to look for and, and what to, and she just thanked me. She said, cause I was thinking, I don't need all that. And she quickly realized that yes, she did. <laughs> and she had, she had thanked me. She's like, I just, I, if I wouldn't have listened, if I wouldn't have read the email, I would have been out here. Yeah. You'd have been in these streets cold. Cause uh, <laughs> it was a cold, chilly morning a day. So yeah. So we just try to be very transparent and, um, and, and honest with them. We also try to make sure that as our group grows, we have like hike leaders throughout the hike. So uh, me or Nicole will take front or back. We alternate with that with our walkie talkies that saved our lives. And we have like some of our um, more frequent members do middle and we try to communicate and make sure no one is left behind. That's a big thing for us because we've hiked uh just me and Nicole, we we witnessed other people hiking along or even hiking with other groups. And when you see all these people in front of you and you're in the back, that can be so disheartening and you want to give up. Um, so finishing a hike is good, but it's still good even if you don't finish it. So we try to make sure we're like, hey, you're, you're not left behind. If you want to turn around, it's okay. We'll get you where you need to be. So just being that support system, while we're going to push you to your limit, um, we're going to make sure that you know that you are not alone because that is a a very sad, scary feeling, especially when you are in a new place. Yeah. How many of your participants are repeat customers? (laughs) Um, So I would say like once someone, there haven't been that many people who just came to one hike, I'll say that. I think I can count on one hand, like some people who just came to one or two hikes. Um, Mm -hmm. Most people 
once they hike with us, they continue hiking with us. So this big surge that we have from our upcoming hike on Saturday, we're doing a giveaway and we kind of like advertise to get more people there. Um, so it's not like people who might frequently hike with us, but our good, strong core group, most of them continually keep coming back. And we, we're very blessed um, to have that support system too. Sounds like a lot of fun. And where are your events located? I know that you both live in the Richmond area and a lot of your hikes are in the Richmond area, but it also sounds like you do hikes outside of Richmond. Yeah. So yeah, we, we are located in, um, well, Chesterfield County and which is right outside of uh, Richmond. And what we decided, like Shar said earlier, that a lot of our, um, our newer hikers, they, those local hikes have really been very popular. And so we know, because I know, like, it's a commitment. I mean, we, you know, going out to Blue Ridge or Senegal, you know, that's the two, two and a half hour, three, just depends on where you're going trip. I mean, sometimes it'll take all day. So we know, you know, most of these women have families and they have other obligations on a Saturday. So we, we definitely balance it out. So one of our hikes are typically going to be in a local area. So it might be along the James River, um, James River Park System or um, some local state parks or just some trails that we've we found in the county or, and then we'll do one that, you know, we call our travel hikes where we have to go out and, and travel. And so we send a, a monthly, um, people who sign up for our, for our emails, we send like a monthly um, hike kind of newsletter email thing to let them know what's happening. We always post, but um, just so that they can plan and, and, and get ahead of it. Um, but yeah, so we try to balance local and then, and then regional. I mean, hopefully maybe one day, you know, we'll, we'll be able to travel um, out, out west somewhere too. So yeah. the sky's the limit, but yeah, we definitely, um, we definitely want to get some, some, some cool hikes in and some travel hikes in as well. Out of state hikes, I should say. Yeah. This summer we did a lot of like chasing waterfalls. We did, um, St. Mary's, um, we did Crabtree again. Mm-hmm. We did Apple, Apple Orchid. So mm-hmm. we, we, we've done a lot. We've done Humpback Rocks as one of our travel ones. Um, we completed Dragon's Tooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is part of the Triple Crown. So we've been around um, Virginia. We want to, like Nicole said, travel out more, um, go out west. We want to go to West Virginia, meet up with some of our allies there too. We're excited about that as well. You all are really lucky to have the James River Park System in Richmond. I was just talking about this uh, in episode 14 with Linda and Mandy from She Ops Out about mm-hmm. how awesome the James River Park System is. Do you? I assume you must do a lot of events just in um, on those trails. Yes, it is absolutely beautiful. I mean, and shout out to all the volunteers and the park systems that keep that park amazing, because I know, you know, it takes it takes a lot. Um, it is just beautiful. I mean, one of our family and friends, we, we had done an event on Belle Isle, just something, you know, and it's just and it's, it's funny. I mean, it, you'll find so many people in Richmond who it's just right in our backyard. And a lot of people have not even they've heard of it, but they, they, they haven't experienced it. Um, to Buttermilk, to, to Texas Beach, to North Bank. I mean, it is just incredible. And you get all of those things. So even if you're not a hiker, um, we've seen people run, you know, you have some mountain bike, which shout out to the to those who are riding those bikes. <laughs> yes. On <those> rails. <laughs> because I oh think I'm like, oh, if I hit a rock or a stick, oh. I'm tumbling down. I mean, so just, we, we are always amazed when we see that. <laughs> just, just amazing. Um, it was funny. We were on a trail. We had taken, what was it, North Bank and, um, and one of the editors, the um, she recognized us. She was from Blue Ridge. She was like, "Oh my God, I cannot believe I actually ran into Black Girls." Like, we were like, "Yes, yeah, let's take a selfie." So it was just, it's kind of cool. Um, 
I was like, oh, sorry, we, we're like little celebrities around here. They, they, people are noticing us. But yeah, it's, it's cool and it's nice to, um, to meet up with people and, and people, I mean, it, it's just, I really, I really, we really enjoy um, just the James River Park. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely fantastic. So I, um, we're lucky, like you said, to, to be in a city that, um, that has such, just a gem in the city. I love it. I do hope that I can join you on one of these hikes sometime soon. I keep checking your calendar and your upcoming events. You actually do have one coming up that really interests me. You all mm-hmm. are going to do the Blue Ridge Tunnel, which is looks so cool. I mean, um, some of the listeners who have been listening to previous episodes might remember that in episode eight, uh, Jacqueline, who's called RVA Hiker Girl, um, she recently did the Blue Ridge Tunnel and she made a whole yeah. YouTube video on it. Yeah. And w- without really seeing it, it's hard to understand how amazing that tunnel looks, but um, you all have done it once already. Do you, yeah. do you want to talk a little bit about um, what that tunnel's like and why you decided to plan an event there? Yeah. So, oh, shout out to our RVA Hiker Girl, because I actually watched the video. Um, she, she makes some amazing videos. So um, She does. Yeah, she does. I enjoy her videos. You. And she has the best hats. Like, I think I, I messaged her one day. I was like, oh, my God, your hats are awesome. Hats and coats. She's got <laughs> yes. the hats, the coats, and the glasses. She's got the whole look going. She has the whole look going. I mean, man, pangirling out here. So we decided, um, so we knew it had it recently opened. And, and, you know, you see social media, everybody's like flocking there. And I was like, oh man, we, I, I knew it was going to be on our list, but we just didn't, because, you know, people will reach out and say, hey, you know, come to the Natural Preserve. And so we have so many people, state park rangers, you know, so they reach out to us and want us to come to um, their parks. And so we, we, we plan and we try to be like a month, sometimes even two months ahead of what we um, are trying to do. And so we knew we wanted that on our calendar. So we went out there and um, what I, the only thing I kept hearing was like, get there, get there early on the east side is 10 spaces, 10 parking spaces on the west side. It's 20. So I was like, okay, we're going to get there at, at least by 7.30. And so it was only about an hour and a half away from Richmond. So we get there and um, out for the win, first car in the parking lot. I mean, I probably could have just turned around and came home. I was so excited. I've never been on a hike where we were the first car in the parking lot. So I was excited about that. So we get out and it's really flat, you know, it's grainy and, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot looking around and you see like this tunnel and some water coming down on the side. And so, you know, I have my headlamp and um, I have a video that we posted on Instagram and I'm like, so I'm, I want people to kind of experience it. I'm like, y'all, I'm, I'm actually kind of nervous. I don't know why I'm nervous, but I'm a little nervous. And so I'm walking. And then, so a couple of feet over, you see like some train tracks and, and I didn't think anything of it. So we go in and we kind of talking and then like a train, <laughs> like what a train is. Going. So you can kind of feel the rumbling a little bit. And I can't even imagine. I mean, this 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 tunnel was originally a train with the like I, I just can't imagine a train actually being able to go through the tunnel. It felt so small, wow, but big at the same time. It's about a mile long, um, and it's it's cold and it is dark. So we decided we were like, oh, let's just turn off our headlamps. I mean, it's not gonna be that dark, y'all. It is completely dark. Like it's darker than midnight. I don't even, y'all could even imagine that. It is darker than, close your eyes. Like close your eyes right now. It's darker than that. Like, that's how dark Not it is. Not close your eyes right now. <laughs> you can see a little pinhole of a light on the, on the other end. Um, so I turned back on my, my headlamp and um, it, it was great. You can see some of the original bricks and, you know, you have some water. I mean, it's just really cool to, uh, to walk through. Kids can do it. I wouldn't walk the whole thing with kids. I would probably walk through the tunnel and probably turn back around. 
Um, but like older kids, I, I would say they 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 could um, they could handle that. It's not hard at all. And then going towards the west, there's a little bit of an incline, some steps, but it's well um, done. I mean, they they did a fantastic fantastic job making that hike um, just user friendly. But it's a great experience. And so when I knew, I was like, we, had, we gotta get this on our list. Right. We gotta get this on our list. So we knew that um, that our group would really, really enjoy it. And um, so yeah, it's a great, great experience. Excited <laughs> about that. Yeah. Well, I do hope that I can join you at some point, even if it's not for the Blue Ridge Tunnel. Um, I would love to come join your group on a hike at some point. We oh, would yeah. be happy to have you be. join us. You all look like you have so much fun that every time you pop up, like I open up Instagram, you, you like you're one of the first posts. You and Jacqueline <laughs> are the first <laughs> posts that I see all the time. And I'm like, there's everybody out having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to, I've got to get out there with you all too. So um, any favorite trails or locations? My favorite hike ever um, was Humpback Rock only because that was my first time really hiking up an incline, completing it, and then just taking in that view. I even remember while um, walking, um, just trekking on the first like portion after the big steep incline at first because it, it just starts inclining from the beginning mm-hmm. um it was like just natural like a little natural rock over here on the side and maybe some trees over here but just the view that I saw it was just so breathtaking I don't even remember what was bothering me before I went on the hike but in that moment like I cried and I was just like this is just so it's just so amazing like I had chills um and I the lady that was hiking with us, it was her first time hiking with us. I had just met her and I just started talking to her just about nature and how just how good I felt in that moment. So that that's my ultimate favorite only because I've been trying to recreate that same feeling on other hikes and I haven't I haven't found it yet, but I still enjoy hiking. It was just like my my first it, it just was so overwhelming and breathtaking for me. So I'll always remember that moment. Um, Sometimes I even close my eyes and think back to that moment and just think about how good I felt and just how free I felt in that moment. So I have a lot of favorites, but I would have to say, (laughs) (laughs) she probably knows what I'm going to say. So Crabtree. So as far as like with the group, I would say Crabtree. And because of the same reason, like, because when we first went for my birthday two years ago, um, we, we hadn't made it to the top. And it was funny, you know, when they kept saying to call you sure, are we gonna make it to the I mean, it's your birthday, so you decide. But I know like they were saying that, but their eyes were saying, Girl, we gotta get back. Like, don't do not go up this month. So, you know, I infer well. So I so when we went with the group, um, and, and for for all the things that Crabtree offers, I mean you have the, the waterfalls, you have the switchbacks, and you have a view. So I felt like for everything that a hike, all of the 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 things that a hike can be. Um, Crabtree for me encompassed all of it. And then it kind of came full circle because, um, you know, I couldn't wait till as soon as we got to the top and I just found Char and I was like, mm, how you like me now? We did it. <laughs> we did it. We, we did it. <laughs> so Crabtree is, is, um, has a special place in my heart. What would you say that people get out of Black Girls Hike? If, especially somebody who's maybe never hiked before, people who come and they join your group and they like it and they come back. What do you think people are getting out of the experience? So you think about a city, you don't think that there's a lot of greenery and a lot of things uh, with nature, but there, there's absolutely um, so much and going to the parks and those used to be my favorite part. And so I know um, that experience and, and just that, that feeling, that, that feeling of being outside 
um, and you just feel whole again. You're connected. We're meant to be outside. We are meant to be as human beings, and especially if there's a, a first time hiker so that they can take it all in. Cause sometimes, you know, you can say a lot without even saying a word and um, just having to experience that. And, I, and that, so we, I'm very mindful of that, of that experience. And even our hikers that are our returning hikers, our more avid hikers, it, it's just the connection with na- nature, the sisterhood, of course, um, and being comfortable and, and letting them know that, you know, you deserve to be in this space. And so that's one of the things, that's one of the reasons why we always take a group picture um, we ask, you know, for feedback and, and once, you know, we go on a hike and we, and we ask, you know, how did you feel? What was it? Because, cause we want to know, we want to grow and we want to help as many people as possible get that, that feeling. And that's what, um, we hope women are getting when they go out with us, um, with, um, with hiking. And we also try to make sure we are very clear on, it doesn't just stop with me and Nicole. It doesn't just stop with the women who hike with us. Um, we want to pass this on. Like <clears throat> my daughter is five. Boyd's son is a teenager, 15, yeah, 15. Mm-hmm. 15. So like we want our children to experience hiking at a young age so they can pass that on um, to generation to generation. We see like some people who hike with us that they go on hikes with their family. And I feel like when I see those pictures, I'm so joyous. Like it's not, you're not just hiking with us. You're also doing this with your family unit. And, you know, just breaking stereotypes. So we are really happy about that. And we feel like that's something that we are igniting in other people to be, inspire them to do. So long term, what are your hopes and dreams for Black Girls Hike? Oh we we have a lot of hopes and dreams. Um, so right now we're in the process of trying to raise money for a van for travel. We just created a GoFundMe for that. So that's more so... Um, a hope or dream that we're reaching to now, but in the future for later on, we really want to be able to have um, summer outreach programs or weekend outreach programs with teenagers and hiking, not just girls, girls, boys as well. We want to um, partner with our local YMCA or churches or summer programs to help expose teenagers of color to hiking. Um, I just feel like that's the teacher side of us. We wouldn't even be teachers if we didn't think about, uh, you know, the kids. We started the group for women, but all along we were thinking, how are we going to penetrate and saturate our teenage community so that when they are 31, that's not their first time hiking like with me. I was 31 the first time I went on a real hike, uh, not just a trek in my neighborhood. So we really want to help our community the teenagers in our community and their families see that, hey, this is an option. This is something that you can do. You can take your family um, to a state park. We, we're we trying to partner with um, local state parks, just trying to make sure we keep our community strong. Um, recently, we were talking in a meeting and just facts about the diversity in the world will be changing in years. Mm-hmm. So just think about the diversity that should be changing in state bar- in state parks as well. Um, so the minority might, will be the majority in, in some years. That sounds weird, but that's, that's true based off of, you know, statistics. So we should be changing how the outdoors looks as well. Yeah. And I would just piggyback on that. I mean, definitely with, obviously with us being teachers and having that, that, um, that influence and that, that direct connection with students um, I would, when I would go on hikes and over, you know, for spring break, even in the summertime, I would show students pictures, students of all races we, we teach, 
there, there wasn't one time when I didn't have a student say, I didn't know black people hike. And I would look like, yeah, your teacher is black and she's hiking. <laughs> and so they would just be in awe because yes. they had never seen it. And so not only hiking, but, but going out to state parks and seeing rangers that look like you um, or see people who are dealing with anything environmental. You know, when you, when you see someone that, that looks like you, um, it makes a difference and you know that you can inspire. Yeah, we all, we all say, yeah, we can be anything we want in the world, but it really does make a difference when you see someone that looks like you in, in the position that you maybe one day want, want to be. Um, and so that is important to us. And, and that's why um, we, we are, you know, part, we're in talks right now with, with um, state park officials. And um, so that's one of the things that we want to, we want, just want to make an imprint and an impact, not only in the Richmond area, but in the state. And, and really, um, so we have both kind of things going. We want to encourage um, women of color, but also the, the next generation, because like I said, there have been in every hike that we have gone on, there has been at least one, one woman that has said this is their first time hiking and every in the range, the age range from 18 to 75. We, we did Dragon Tooth and um, the woman that, that hiked with us for the first, this was her first hike now with us. She was 61 years old. Now, those of you who know Dragon Tooth, like that is an, an easy, that is not an easy hike and definitely not an easy hike for someone who has done it for the first time. And she did a, when I say amazing, like she locked it up. Amazing. 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 She did not play. Like we, like I, I was just, I mean, it brought tears to my eyes and I'm just like, man, this is, this is, it's bigger than us. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than Shara. Um, and I just feel like, you know, in a way, I feel like we were part of a movement and um, anytime we can do our part to support that, um, we're going to continue to do that. So long answer, but short answer, the sky's the limit with us. We're going to continue to <laughs> make an impact and imprint um, in our state, definitely, because, you know, we love the state and, and we want to make sure that we do our part in making sure that, um, that everybody knows how beautiful it is and that it's for everyone. The outdoors are for everyone. That's yes. right. Yep. And yeah. let's talk about where people can find you. You mentioned your Instagram account, but how else can people connect with you online? Um, we have our website, blackgirlshikerva.com, our Instagram. Um, you can always email us. Um, we have a Facebook group, um, and anybody is welcome to join our Facebook group as well. And it's just Black Girls Hike RVA. <laughs> I, think we're, I think we're Google uh, worthy now. So if you just type Black Girls Hike RVA, you'll be able to find us. Uh, and yeah. you have a newsletter too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're working on that. So we're, so our newsletter, yeah, we send it. If you just join our email list, we send something out uh, once a month. <laughs> we also are in the small stages of trying to start membership um, so that we can offer something concrete to our members. So we want to start a membership process. Um, we went into this kind of not knowing what to expect. We didn't know that we were going to have people wanting to hike with us. We just thought it would be like, hey, we're cool teachers hiking, but it's become, you know, more than that. So um, having some tangible things to offer our, our members who can pay a fee, like a yearly membership fee, we're in the processes of working on that too. I would encourage all the listeners to go to your website and sign up for your newsletter because things can get missed on social media. Like, yeah, you know, yes. Even if you're on there all the time, you can miss something. But I Absolutely. signed up for your newsletter and that's how I knew about the Blue Ridge Tunnel hike. And that gives you enough time to plan for it too. Yes. So you might not see event coming up on social media till, you know, oh, this is happening tomorrow morning and you have time <laughs> to plan. Um, so I would encourage everyone to get your newsletter and uh, then they'll know exactly what's happening and when it's happening. 
That's right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Let's get to some closing questions. So what is one piece of gear you can't live without? I'll go first. I thought about this question. You kept me up studying late uh, to prepare for this podcast. So I have two parts. Part A, I cannot live without um, my walkie talkie because there have been times where Nicole would have like my phone and the keys like in her bag that she was carrying. And I and I had nothing and I was left behind with someone for a really really, 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 really long time. So the walkie talkie, I refuse even on a local hike that I may not get left behind. always all flat. I don't care. I have to have the walkie talkie. So that's part one. B, when we went to Crabtree, she told me, you don't need a hiking stick. Oh no. Why would you wait that? (laughs) And I didn't. And it was so hard. It was so hard. So I also have to have my hiking stick unless it's a trail that I've already previewed and it's all flat and I don't have to do any scrambling or anything. Walkie talkie, hiking stick for me. (laughs) Okay. So, but I have to ask, is it an actual like wooden stick or are you using trekking poles? So um, I don't have trekking poles. I was going to get some and then I just never did. Shout out to Walkabout Outfitters um, because I am going to get some trekking poles from there. They're also a great ally who's been looking out for us. Um, I have a wooden stick. It's so nice. Um, It was it's my sister's. She let me borrow it when I first started hiking more that um, one of her mentors made for her. Um, but it's so amazing. It's so beautiful. I've had people try to pay me like on the trail for it. That's how amazing it was because it's handmade. Um, so I have that one. And I also have another wooden one that my brother got made for me recently because his neighbor makes them. So I have two, um, but they're wooden. So I don't have the trekking poles yet. Wow. Well, shout out to Walkabout. And if anybody on the management team is listening to this, when are you opening a location in Northern Virginia? I keep waiting <laughs> and waiting. I mean, right. there's like one in every city, it feels like, except Northern Virginia. I don't understand. <laughs> I want a Walkabout up here, please. So let's start a campaign for oh, that. <laughs> okay, I'm let's try to you. get I'm that Walkabout you. open. <laughs> they are they are absolutely amazing. When we go in there, um, we, of course, you know, because I'm not a talker, but we were in there for like an hour. We just talked to the guys. The, they are so friendly and supportive. So yeah, shout out to the Walkabout in Richmond. Um, they are they are awesome. So my favorite. Uh, <laughs> oh man. So I feel like Char cheated. You said one thing, and I feel like she gave you two answers. So that is such like a teacher like find. <laughs> find like the loophole that is such that's a right find a you didn't to listen answer. to the question you didn't answer uh-huh. the question correctly oh like Sorry. I have students we call them all the time play <laughs> fair so I'm gonna give the the cheesy answer and the probably the most obvious and I was trying to think of something cooler to say but I was really trying to think okay what is a must-have well I must have my hiking boots because I feel like now it's a whole get up now so like I'm like you know I wear my socks and then I have my Crocs and then my boots are like in this Merrill like like bag. And so like when we get to the um, station, it's a whole do up. It's, like, it's so trunk, dramatic. Like, I, I almost need yeah, I almost need music, y'all. So the trunk opens and I like I'm, I'm unzipping these boots and I'm putting them on. And so I am ready to go. Once those boots are on, like it's like hey hey y'all, we we are out here. We are out here and it's no apologies. So I have to have my hiking boots. Um, cause without those, obviously like I, and you know, you can't hike. So, I mean, I guess you could hike, but I'm not going to hike in Crocs. I'm just not that girl. 
So I have to have my hyphen. Yeah, face. please don't. Cause I would have something to say about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I would hope, I would hope if anybody saw me out here with Crocs on, on a, I mean, some people do it. Shout out to you. Flip flop hikers. Flip flop. Mm-hmm. Have, have you seen that on that? Yeah. Oh, have I seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. (laughs) I've seen it and it drives me crazy every time. I was just talking about this uh, in another episode. I was like, what is up with people who think they can get on the trail and flip flops? Like what is going through your brain when you think that's a good idea? It's it's crazy. We've seen some insane. I'm sure you have too. Just like insane. Like when I look at them, like, what are they doing? Why do they have that on? It's just Mm -hmm. amazing. But you know, don't be that don't be that person out there because we'll we won't we'll smile at you and wave and we're like what's going on with that all right so what is your next big virginia outdoor adventure i know that you have events planned for black girls hike but you have anything yeah. anything outside of that all right so our next big adventure is um we're going to complete the triple crown and we hope to do that in uh, virginia's triple crown uh we hope to do that in may and so we've done dragon tooth and so we're going to try to um do mackenzie knob and uh tinker cliff so that's our my I wanted to, I want to do it in one weekend. Like I, it's going to have to be an overnight trip because Roanoke is, is about a little less than three hours from us. And so I wanted to do it within two days. I mean, one day, you know, sleep, wake up and go. And I was kind of mentioning it to a, a couple of our more um, advanced hikers. And even they were like, mm-hmm, are you sure? Hike? Okay. So I had to step outside of my, uh, my, myself and thinking like, yeah, we could do it y'all. So yeah, Triple Crown is what we're trying to um, do yes. in May. And Shar is not going to be mad at me because she's done more than enough research on this. And so- So I know what I'm getting myself into. So I can, I can handle that. I've, I've researched. She won't blame me for, uh, for, do, for not having for switchbacks and whatever <laughs> else she might come across. <laughs> you know, I just recently did McAfee Knob um, okay. and it was my first time going up there. I don't know what took me so long. It's just one of those things that I should have done a long time ago, but for whatever reason didn't. Um, and I absolutely loved it. And I actually, what I really loved the most was the hike back because it was just, it was so beautiful, the scenery, and it wasn't real difficult coming down. Um, it wasn't really that difficult going up either. It's, once you get up there, it's really amazing. But then coming down, you just have the vistas and it's a leisurely stroll down and you can enjoy the forest and it's really beautiful. I really liked that hike a lot. I, I liked coming back too, because the um, there's some really interesting like geology, like there's some really large boulders and um, some big rocks and things that I have not seen in other places. So I thought that was really cool too. I told myself that if I came back, I would build in some extra time so that on the way down, I could actually do some climbing around those rocks and do some exploring in that area too, and not just go up and come back down. Right, right. Because part of, part of the experience with hiking is just taking all of that in. And yeah. um, we try to be mindful of that and just taking all of that, you know, and I mean, although like, I, I do feel like for us, because we're leading the hikes, um, you know, it feels very you know, we're hiking leaders. And so like, I don't want to say like a field trip, but it like, I do get the excitement the night before it feels like a field trip. And we're like, Oh, you know, we have our clothes laid out. And so I do have to remind myself to like, to stop. Um, and even though a lot of the hikes we have previewed before, I mean, it's still, it doesn't get old, it doesn't get old looking at the views and the feeling and um, that that'll never go away because that, that is amazing. So yeah, I, I understand what you mean by just taking it all in and really kind of building in some time, going down to appreciate 
of all that's around you. I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Shara and Nicole, thank you so much for joining me on Virginia Outdoor Adventures. This has been a real pleasure to hear about all the amazing work that you're doing in the Richmond area and the community that you're building. And I do look forward to joining you on a hike in the future. Yeah, we can't wait to see you. Thanks for having us. We've had so much fun um, talking with you. Yeah, this has been great. Uh, thanks for inviting us. And um, and yeah, we, we look forward to you hiking with us soon. Yes. There's always a story. I'll tell you, like <laughs> we always, the hikers always say, and I don't know why I had that reputation. I don't know. Like I had a hiker last night. She was like, guess what, Nicole? I don't know. This is going to be a story. Well, yeah, it was a story. It was a good story, but there is always a story with us. And so, yes. I don't know. I think that's the English thing. And we always look for something that's always kind of a takeaway from the hike. So that's well, I feel like thing. hiking in general is sort of that way. You just never know what's going to happen. Yes, that is factual. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies, adventure on. If you enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us. Rate, review, and share with a friend. Follow us on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you may listen to podcasts. Virginia Outdoor Adventures is hosted by me, Jessica Bowser. Cover art illustrated by Olivia Smith. Editing by Alexander Valencia. Executive production by Steph Garrett. We love to hear from our listeners. Contact us on our website, virginiaoutdooradventures.com. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, adventure on.